0: This is a beautiful world. People are born with this inherent love, this innate love of music. Go out and tell our story. Let it echo far and wide.
1: That's Tesfa Wandemognou, director of choral ministries at Westminster Church in Minneapolis, Minnesota. He says his path to becoming a choir director had a very unlikely beginning.
0: Grew up in Memphis, Tennessee. And I grew up in an environment that was tough. And I was not a hard kid, but I did what was necessary to survive and fit in that environment. In the hood, I was a hood kid, and I did that well.
1: Tesva was kicked out of school for selling drug paraphernalia, and his life could have easily continued down a destructive path. But it didn't. He was given a second chance by a choir director named Dr. Hedgeman at a nearby performing arts school.
0: This mean old black lady... She just was, like, feisty. And I remember singing for her, and she was like, there's something about you. I'm
1: going to allow you into my program on probation. The experience changed him and taught him about the true power of music.
0: I've been in the storm so long I've been in the storm so long, children, and that's what Dr. Hedgman did for me. We would be singing a piece of music, and she's like, now think about how the slaves felt when they were singing this song. They weren't just singing pitches and rhythm. They weren't just singing the ink on the page. There was a story that they were sharing. When you sing this song, you have to channel that energy. You have to make sure that you're singing honestly, and it's a transparent delivery. Give me little time to pray. She had died of a massive heart attack and we saw her like at five o'clock on a day and got a call at like seven saying she was gone. And that's when uh, I vowed to give to others what she gave to me and that was a second chance.
1: Tesfa has not only become a choir director, he started an international media platform called Choir Buzz, which showcases underrepresented choirs from around the world. Here's part of his very first podcast, where he talks about singing for peace.
0: You're listening to the Nairobi Chamber Choir, conducted by Ken Wakia. And recently, Ken and my mentor and friend, Dr. Kevin Fenton, professor of choral music at Florida State University, decided to come up with this initiative called A Voice for Peace. I had a conversation with Kevin recently about this initiative, and I was just like, you know, what's this big deal about singing for peace? I mean, you know, it seems like an impossible thing to expect people to all of a sudden find peace from just singing together. And this is what he had to say about the initiative. And
2: Muhammad Ali said impossible is just a big word thrown around by small men who find it easier to live in a world than they've been given than to explore the power they have to change it. And that thought kind of sparked um, this this another word, and that is imagination for me. Uh, I think that once we imagine something, like if we can imagine a world with no violence, then we can imagine the steps that it takes to get to that world. And uh, a voice for peace is one of the steps toward that kind of world, a a world with no violence. And so I think that a thousand decisions we make every day, they have this uh, power to move us toward peace. But we first have to imagine a world of peace because it is out there for us to grasp.
0: A Beautiful World is a place where everybody is making music. We're all one big choir, singing together 24 hours a day, enjoying some blues, eating that barbecue from Memphis, and feeling the breeze off the Mississippi.
1: You can find out more about TESFA and Choir Buzz online at abeautiful.world. I'm Heather McElhatton, and this is A Beautiful World.
2: Brought to you with help from the Pollard Family Foundation.